1: as the new president promises a war on covid a look back at the old one who
0: knew at that point that the election was a factor in communication about the
1: virus yes a presidential call on the pandemic economic fallout we have to act we have to act now the death of an american sports legend the baseball world mourns hammer and hank this is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. And with the number of U.S. COVID deaths, about 413,000, President Biden promises a war on it. CBS's Margaret Brennan has just spoken to the commander of the last administration's fight, Dr. Deborah Burks.
0: Who knew at that point that the election was a factor in communication about the virus? Yes. Did you ever withhold information yourself? No.
1: With shortages of the COVID vaccine around the country, people have been lining up for hours hoping to get inoculated. WCBS radio's Marla Diamond was at a new walk and clinic in New Jersey.
0: The first two people online, brothers Hero and Hermes Barreto, who got here before midnight. You got here at 1130? I did. Yeah, I did. One man in line said this is his third time trying to get the shot. Hundreds have been turned away as supplies dwindle.
1: This as President Biden calls for strong action to deal with the pandemic economy. Economic fallout too and he took some. President Biden says too many Americans are going hungry. Families literally can't wait another day. One order he signed is aimed at expanding access to food
0: stamps. Another requires federal contractors to pay a $15 an hour minimum wage. Republicans have balked at the size of the 1.9 trillion dollar rescue package Mr. Biden proposes. White House economic advisor Brian Deese. Without decisive action we risk falling into a very serious economic hole, even more serious than the crisis we find ourselves in. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, the White
1: House. And CBS's David Martin reports that about 150 of the more than 25,000 members of the National Guard deployed to Washington have tested positive for COVID. This is the Capitol Police faces criticism and questions over accommodations for some troops. Photos showing National Guard troops forced out of the Capitol and huddled outside or in parking
0: garages for rest breaks prompted by partisan outrage. CBS News confirms the U.S.
1: Capitol Police ordered their departure. Now the National Guard and Capitol Police say they're working together to find appropriate spaces within congressional buildings for troops to take breaks. Correspondent Steve Dorsey, the Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, says the trial, of the impeachment trial of former President Trump will begin on February the 8th. Now this... And
0: welcome into Portland's Afternoon News. I'm Tim Lance. Right now, it is 50 degrees at 4.03. All right, Tim, thank you very much. And opening up the news today, Oregon Governor Kate Brown is defending her choice to vaccinate teachers before senior citizens. We get the details now from KXL's Mike Turner. It's obvious that many Oregonians have picked up on the fact that other states are already vaccinating seniors before educators. But the governor is sticking to her commitment to opening schools before the end of the school year.
1: But what is true is that our children are suffering. I've talked to physicians and parents. I know that kids across the state are struggling with anxiety and depression.
0: She says seniors in Oregon are doing better
1: than those in most other states. Oregon has the second lowest COVID-19 infection rate among seniors in the country and the third lowest death rate among people 65 and older.
0: Governor Brown says vulnerable seniors in care homes have already been vaccinated. Other independent seniors won't begin vaccinations until February the 8th. Mike Turner, FM News 101. Meanwhile, we're hearing today from some of Oregon's students about the prospect of returning to the classroom. KXL's Grant Mackhill has that part of today's press conference. Yaslin Alvarez is a senior at South Medford High School and is a member of the Governor's Healthy Schools Reopening Council, and she says she's heard a similar message from fellow high school students across the state.
1: I have been astonished to hear, I just can't do it anymore. I can't even wake up to attend a class. What makes me think I can even graduate? And even if I did, would I even be prepared to go to college.
0: She says there's great concern for everyone's safety once schools reopen, but students are prepared to do what it takes to make it work.
1: We understand that going back will look different. There will be no rallies and there will be limited extracurriculars, but we will have warm lunches, a desk, shelter, and most importantly, each other.
0: Grant Hill, FM News 101. 4.05 on Portland's afternoon news, Washington Governor Jay Inslee and his wife Trudy both receiving their first doses of a COVID-19 vaccine. Vaccine
1: today and this thing is 95 percent effective. It is safe. It's been rigorously tested through multiple clinical trials by tens of thousands of people. So, yes, I think it is important to give people confidence, and I hope they'll get vaccinated as soon as they possibly can.
0: The state is now in phase 1B of its vaccination rollout, which allows for everybody 65 and older to get a shot. By the way, the governor is 69. A murder mystery is unraveling in the forest southeast of Malala. Uh, KXL's Rosemary Reynolds took a look into it and files this report. Purely by By accident, remains were found by a warehouse crew replanting trees after the wildfires. Sergeant Marcus Mendoza tells me detectives are hopeful some personal effects found near the skeletal remains could help with identification. A white low top style canvas athletic shoe that was a size nine and a half and a piece of jewelry that was located. That piece of jewelry was a a dark gray metal ring with a squared red stone. We don't know if the person was male or female or how they died. DNA evidence may also connect the remains to a missing person. Rosemary Reynolds, FM News 101. Unfortunately, one person dead this afternoon after a crash on State Route 14 in Cambridge. The Vehicle was heading westbound, struck the Jersey barrier, and rolled multiple times. That is Trooper Will Finn with the Washington State Patrol. He says all of the westbound lanes of uh, SR-14 are closed at 6th Avenue. That closure, by the way, is expected to continue on into the early evening. Well, you heard uh, Tim just a moment ago talking about the big freeway closure this weekend as a new bridge is going to be installed. And right now, Jim Ferretti has more on that for us. I-405 is closing starting at 10 tonight, so crews can install the new Flanders Crossing. A pedestrian and bicycle bridge over I-405 connecting both northwest Portland and the Pearl to downtown and the central city as a whole. Tana Schaefer with the Portland Bureau of Transportation says the 355,000 pound bridge will be moved into place in whole this weekend. There will still be additional work that needs to be done. We anticipate that it will open later this spring. The $9.5 million project is funded by a grant and fees that are paid by building developers in the city of Portland. I 405 is expected to reopen by 5 Monday morning. Jim Ferretti, FM News 101. Lawmakers in Washington state have introduced legislation that could increase, uh, increase that is, the gas tax to 67.4 cents a gallon. That would be up 18 cents from what it is right now. And it would also make it the highest in the country, surpassing even California. The bill is sponsored by Democratic State Representative Jake Fay. And he says that the money actually would go toward paying for transportation projects. 415 is the time. Welcome back to Portland's Afternoon News on FM News 101 KXL. I'm Tim Lance. Good to have you with us today. Oregon's largest employer is making news for a decision that they actually haven't made yet. KXL's John Eric Smith explains.
1: Intel, the chip
0: maker with a large presence in Washington County, is postponing a decision on whether or not to outsource some chip manufacturing to Asia. The reason for the delay is a change in leadership at the top of the company. They say they want to give in Incoming CEO, Pat Gelsinger, a chance to evaluate the situation on his own. Yesterday, Gelsinger said he was confident that the majority of Intel's next generation chips would be made internally. That's good news for a lot of people in our area. Intel is Oregon's largest private employer with over 20,000 workers in Washington County. John Eric Smith, FM News 101. And it's time for... The five things you need to know today at 419. And first on our list, Governor Kate Brown says if all of Oregon's seniors are vaccinated for COVID before teachers, then many students are going to be stuck with distance learning in the next school year. At least that's where that was her explanation for uh, disregarding federal vaccine guidelines and putting teachers toward the front of the line during her coronavirus update that was heard earlier today. We're going to take a deeper dive into that, too, as the show goes on today. Today. President Joe Biden has directed his intelligence community to study the threat of domestic extremism in the United States. The undertaking is going to be launched weeks after that violent mob loyal to Donald Trump stormed the U.S. Capitol. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is going to send the articles of impeachment against Donald Trump to the Senate on Monday, we are told. Senate Republican Leader Mitch McConnell, though, said that he wanted to postpone the impeachment trial, and it looks like he might actually get his wish.
1: That timeline would have provided the Senate some more floor time before we step up fully into the unknown of a trial. Which, by the way, would have been a substantial benefit to the incoming administration and allowed them. To get more of their cabinet confirmed, which we are cooperating as best we can to expedite. All
0: right, so we're hearing now that it will be February the 8th. That's not been fully confirmed. The House impeachment of course on that single charge of incitement of insurrection for that attack on the Capitol that unfolded on January the 6th. Climate activist Greta Greta Thunberg, you remember Greta, she says that President Biden's promise to work harder on to address climate change rather is a move in the right direction. I
1: guess time will tell if they will really act and fulfill their promises. Of course, their climate targets are, are very far from being in line with the Paris Agreement and so on, but I guess it's it's a start at
0: least. Bakhtunberg telling MSNBC that it's important for Biden to be as good as his word when it comes to the environment. And she didn't note already that he has rejoined the Paris Climate Agreement. And well, I tell you what, you can't have the five things you need to know without a little of this, all right? a little Metallica in there today. One of Metallica's producers is selling his rights to their songs. Bob Rock recently saying that he is selling 43 songs via Hypnosis Songs Fund and includes the songs that he worked on for the album Black. He's also, by the way, produced a number of other legendary performers and that would include Motley Crue and Cher, of all people. And those are the five things that you need to know today.